Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the potentate king. This is Converting Souls Apostolic Ministries Bible Study Night, where there is preaching every now and again. There may be a song. And so we will start off with a message with myself, Seer Master Apostle Reddick. And in honor of Women's History Month, we have been teaching on biblical women. Not just myself every Wednesday, but each contributor teaching the Word of God has touched on a woman, and we have one left, and she will be live tomorrow. Um, so let us start in prayer as we bow our heads. And, yield, and I yield myself to the Lord. Heavenly Father, have your way in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. I ask you to open up every eye and every ear. That they may understand what the Spirit is saying to the church concerning women tonight. I pray that you would... Empower us continually, and that you will be glorified, and that Jesus Christ, your Son, will be lifted up. Holy Spirit, I yield myself to you. I ask you to have your way. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The potentate king, the one that liveth forever and ever. Amen and amen. Amen. Tonight we're going to be talking, I'm going to be preaching or teaching on ministering women to and through Christ. Ministering women to and through Christ. If I have to give it a subtitle, I will entitle it No. God and the Lord Jesus subjects of employment. I really want to say objects of employment because that's what's in my message. 
So I'm going to say God and the Lord Jesus is objects of employment. Ministering women to and through Christ are employed by God. We're going to start off in Matthew the 8th chapter. women to Christ and through Christ if you didn't understand the title are employed by God the Father and his son Jesus Christ Matthew the eighth chapter The 14th through the 15th verse. And when Jesus was come into Peter's house. Now this is one of his disciples, his apostles, Simon Peter. He saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand. And the fever left her. And she arose and ministered unto them. Jesus came into Peter's house. Saw Peter's wife's mother. So he was married. Sick of a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her. The power of Christ. And she arose. See, she arose. Christ touched her. The fever left her as she rose. She rose. The Bible says she rose and ministered unto them. See, before she couldn't minister, she rose. Before she was laid sick, but she met a man named Jesus. And see, he wasn't her savior where she needed the benevolence of God. This was her savior from the hour where her body was sick. He saved her. You know, Jesus' name means Savior. And how many times do I have to tell you that Savior just don't mean eternal life through Christ where we get saved and we go to heaven. 
because we believe he is our savior in different situations. She was laid sick. And the power of Christ touched her and she rose. But the Bible says she then ministered unto them. Who is them? But Jesus Christ and Peter. The, the son-in-law. Diaconio is the Greek term for minister to. It means to serve or to wait upon with emphasis on the work needing to be done. In other words, Christ just ministered, delivered, set her free from an illness, and she arose. Her work that she realized is that they needed to be ministered to now. Sometimes ministering is not about the relationship between the Lord and the servant. Sometimes it's just about the work that needs to be done. She arose and ministered. When God touches your life, uh, there is something on the inside of you that makes you rise up. Uh, it gives you a new life and a new way of seeing things. A new way of walking. A new way of working. In other words. God begins to employ you. And generally, the word minister generally means to do someone a service. In its narrowest sense. And that's what she did. She did them a service. And here it means to wait on tables or to serve at dinner. But this woman in her ministering to them at that hour was her employment by God. This inferred service rendered brought advantage to them. Christ did it first. It brought an advantage to the mother-in-law of Peter. But then the mother-in-law brought a service to Christ and Peter. John the 12th chapter. The second verse. There. Now Jesus is now. At Lazarus.
was his house. We're going to do two and three. There they made him a supper and Martha served. But Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. Then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. There was a fragrance. See? I, I, I don't, I, I know this passage and I don't want to go deep into the scripture of, of what went on here. But I want you to understand verse 2. Let, let me go back up. Because for some reason, every time Christ ministers, somebody get healed. Christ ministered in verse 1, Lazarus rose from the dead. Somebody is always arising. Peter's wife's mother arose out of her sickbed. Lazarus arose from the grave. Here. There they made him a supper, and Martha served. In other words, Martha ministered. Martha ministered. She waited tables. They said, there they made Christ a supper, and Martha served. But Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. This, she is doing a service, bringing an advantage to them. Don't think light of it because she's serving dinner and they're at the table. Don't think light of it. Martha's job rendering, ministering service at the dinner table. That was her employment at the moment to serve Christ. But Mary had a sister named, Martha had a sister named Mary. Here we go in verse 3. Then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard. Very costly and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. This is Mary, the sister of Martha. Here they are again and they're dealing with Christ. Martha was employed to serve at the home. 
by God. Two different women with two different jobs. Martha served at the table. Don't think light of it. But Mary, she poured ointment of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. I want you to understand being employed by God. 1 Corinthians 7 32 to 34. I want you to understand this because Martha served tables, but Mary tended to the anointing of Christ. Now, 1 Corinthians 7. They had different jobs because of their different statuses. same thing. 1 Corinthians 7, 32. It says, but I would have you without carefulness. And this is the Apostle Paul teaching. He that is unmarried, he, we're talking about the male. It actually means a man at this point. Care for the things that belong to the Lord. He that is unmarried, how he may please the Lord. That was Mary. She was unmarried. Verse 33. But he that is married. Care for the things. That are of the world. How he may please his wife. See that's a married man's job. That was Martha's. How he gonna care for the things of the world. That he may please his wife. What does care for the things of the world mean? That means he's going to get up and go to work. Make sure she has a roof over her head. That's caring for the world. The things of the world. That he can please his wife. Making sure there's enough money so she can do her job. Caring for the things of this world. Going out and buying the groceries and bringing them back. So she can be like Martha and wait tables. But is she waiting tables? The Bible says that they are ministering to each other. Verse 34. There is a difference also between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman cared for the things of the Lord. The unmarried, which was Mary, she had a job before God to do the work as a single woman. That she may be holy both in body and spirit. There's a holiness that comes with being single. When you're single, you care for the things of the Lord. But she that is married cares for the things of the world. How she may please her husband. Two different women, two different employments.
35, he says, And this I speak for your own profit, not that I may cast a snare upon you, but for that which is comely, and that ye may attend upon the Lord without distraction. The Apostle Paul is teaching us that we are employed in different ways, even before God. One, to serve. To Christ and through Christ. Either married or unmarried. <coughs> let's go, let's talk about the married. No, I want to go on because this is focusing on the situation with Martha and Mary. Why they were employed differently. One was married and one was single. Why their jobs at the moment were different. Or their employment at the moment were different. As a single woman, Mary's job was to anoint Jesus. Let's go to Mark, the 14th chapter. chapter the third verse he says and being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper he sat at meat and there came a woman having an alabaster box. And this is Mark's account of ointment of Smikenard. Very precious. Very precious ointment. And she broke the box and poured it on his head. Remember the anointing in John 12, 3 by Mary? And there were some that had indignation within themselves and said, Why was this waste of the ointment made? I want you to understand that Mary poured this oil employed by God the Father. I want you to jump down to verse 8 because I don't want to focus on the jealousy. I don't want to focus on the men that had false opinions. I don't want to focus on that right now. Right now we're focusing on the situation between Mary and Christ. Verse 6. And Jesus said, leave her alone. Why are you troubling her? She hath wrought a good work on me. Go! 
आदमी today. I have a message on anointing oil that I understood and studied, but I don't have it recorded with me. She has come aforehand to anoint my body to the burying. Verily I say unto you, verse 9, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached, Throughout the whole world, this also that she have done shall be spoken of for a memorial of her. Now this single performance of her, God is honoring by saying she will be spoken of for a memorial of her. She is no longer with us, but we know what she did for Christ as an employment by God, employer by employee by God. She ministering to Christ. Ministering to Christ. To me it was benevolent. Verse 9 tells us it was needful because verse 8 says it's a forehand anointing. So his burial. Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she have done shall be spoken of her for a memorial that 
is what God did for her. That is what God did for her. And I want you to understand that in John 12, 26, Jesus said, if any man serve me, and here he's talking about man as being universal, because you see, these two women served him in different arenas. Why? Because they had different statuses. If any man serve me, let him follow me, and where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him my father will honor. And did he, does he not honor Mary? Is, are we not talking about her right now? Is she not no longer with us but as speaking as a memorial? Why? Because of her employment by God. She ministered to Christ. I want to tell you today, women of God, you minister to Christ and through Christ. You are employed by the, the potentate king. You are employed by the Lord. And his name is Adonai. I want you to turn to Romans, the 16th chapter. I want you to understand that God just does not employ men, but he employs women. And it dates back to the beginning of Genesis. And I want you to understand also, remember Shira? She built three cities. The descendant of Ephraim. A descendant of Joseph. A descendant of Jacob, Israel. Remember, Romans, the 16th chapter. There are women throughout the Bible... That God employed. And each of us are different. Our status is different. Not just whether we're married or unmarried, but whether we have money or we don't have money. Whether we are. your status is, whether we work in an office or we stay at home. God employs us. Throughout the Old and New Testament, Romans the 16th chapter, the Apostle Paul is not only acknowledging men here, he's acknowledging women. In verse 1 he says, I commend unto you Phoebe, our sister. 
know. And sometimes what it means to wait tables means in the house of God you're a deacon. The apostles in Acts, they assigned deacons to wait tables. And this is scripture. of the church in chapter 6 verse 2 and 3 the apostles they seek out of ministers they, they chose men but the apostle Paul here in 16 verse 1 they're speaking of our sister that means she's a woman Phoebe a servant of the church. She was a female deacon. Go down to verse 3. He said, Greet Priscilla. Priscilla was the wife of Aquila, my helpers, to Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus. See, these women were, were being empowered by Christ. He was working through them in the church. Now look at their status. Priscilla married. Phoebe wasn't. But both were used in the church. Ministering women to Christ and through Christ. Empowered by God and the Lord Jesus. And remember, Jesus means Savior. So he don't just come to save us from our sins. What did he do for Lazarus? He saved him from the dead. He rose him up. What did he do for Peter's wife's mother? Laid sick. She, she arose. He saved one from death. He saved another from a sick bed. Christ didn't just come. To save us in one arena. Romans 16 goes down. And then we find. And I'm, gonna, I'm going to end here with her. We find Junia in verse 7. The first actually citing and, 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 and actually speaking upon an apostle. Female. Ministering women. Through Christ. In Romans 16. Employed by him. Employed by him. God uses women, and we thank God for the men who honor women leaders in the church, uh, women helpers, uh, women deacons, uh, women pastors, uh, women teachers, uh, women apostles and prophets and bishops, evangelists, 
They honor you. Because Christ honors you. When he employs us. And the Bible says. That God will honor them. Christ said it. He will honor them. That serve me. And when you serve his people. In the house of God. You're serving Christ. And he is ministering through you. You are employed by God. And I just want to encourage you tonight. With this being Women's History Month. Allow Christ to continue to minister through you. And you continue to minister to Christ. To him. Be a good employee. Run a good work. You may not have to pour oil on Christ. But you may have to wash the feet of the fellow apostle sister. You might not have to pour oil on Christ, but you may have to visit someone in prison. You may not have to pour oil on Christ, but you might have to speak a word of wisdom or knowledge to your brother or sister in Christ. I want to encourage those that are ministering women to and through Christ, employed by him, and to women around the world, because we see the Bible holds true that women worked, uh, women stayed home, uh, women did both, uh, women of different statuses. And you know what? If you write down Psalms 27, 4, Proverbs 38, Psalms 26, 8, it is what we should be doing. Our desire should be to honor God, to honor Jesus Christ, to minister to them and to and through them. By his spirit. The spirit of life. That was in Christ is now in us. He. Made us arise. And now I'm going to close with a prayer and the benediction. Heavenly Father we just thank you for this night. Thank you for ministering to us, Lord, as women, encouraging our hearts. Thank you for ministering to us, allowing us to see, allowing us to perceive your sound. the roaring waters we hear the thundering thank you Lord that you would reveal to us that we may understand 
that our eyes and ears are open of the Spirit, that we may be edified and perfected and grow thereby, that we may continue to be ministering women to you, our potentate King, and through you, Christ our Lord. We don't mind being employed by you. Whatever you have us to do, wherever you have us to go, we don't mind being employed by you. Have your way continually in our lives. And thank you for the men that strengthen us. Thank you for the men that support us and acknowledge. Thank you for the women that this will encourage, that this will strengthen. And thank you most of all for your work through us. In Jesus Christ's name, the potentate king, Our Adonai. Amen and amen. Amen.